Let's talk about Medi-Cal. You have a choice, and Molina makes it easy, especially when it comes to the care you need. So let's talk about you, about making your life easier, about extra help to manage your health. Let's talk about your needs now and for the future. Nobody knows Medi-Cal better than Molina. It starts with a phone call. Call 866-420-5330 or visit meetmolinaca.com. Let's talk today. Let's talk about Medi-Cal. You have a choice and Molina makes it easy, especially when it comes to the care you need. So let's talk about you, about making your life easier, about extra help to manage your health. Let's talk about your needs now and for the future. Nobody knows Medi-Cal better than Molina. It starts with a phone call. Call 866-420-5330 or visit meetmolinaca.com. Let's talk today. Let's talk about Medi-Cal. You have a choice and Molina makes it easy, especially when it comes to the care you need. So let's talk about you, about making your life easier, about extra help to manage your health. Let's talk about your needs now and for the future. Nobody knows Medi-Cal better than Molina. It starts with a phone call. Call 866-420-5330 or visit meetmolinaca.com. Let's talk today. Attention Social Security and SSI recipients. If you did not receive an economic impact payment for your eligible spouse or dependents, you may need to file a 2020 tax return with the IRS and claim the recovery rebate credit. Go to ssa.gov EIP to see if you need to file a tax return and if eligible for other refundable tax credits, like the child tax credit. That's ssa.gov EIP. Produced at U.S. taxpayer expense. Hey, don't forget the Johnsons are coming over. I want to find a rosé Jill hasn't tried yet. Let's go exploring at Total Wine. Their prices are ridiculously low. Wondrous selection, helpful guides, always low prices. Total Wine and more. Hello everybody and welcome to the Premier League Nightclub Podcast. My name is Damon and with me I have the Woodrow Woody. We're back for episode three of the Nightclub Minis. Yes, we are, Damo, and boy, we've done a bit of chat during the week, and we realised after the last couple of episodes, Ep 38 with big Johnny Idale, and then the last um, nightclub mini as well, we realised we didn't pick a topic to do for this mini, and would you like to tell everyone what we've decided that we're going we're gonna to roll with? Well, for those who follow us on the socials, probably already know, but... We have decided to pick out the best individual Premier League performances uh, well, of the last you know, 20 years, we'll say. Just unbel- times where the boys have, or a particular man has just put the boys on his shoulders and, and take them to the promised land, you know, just when it's all down to one man and he's done the job. Yeah, completely. But none of them match up with your performances of Friday Night Futsal, mate. I, I can't lie. You, were, you have been oh, a Too kind. It's elite. And then also, <laughs> throwback to when we used to play Sunday League as well. You used to be our keeper after being conned into uh, into being keeper for the season. And you just made some, some Spider-Man saves. Even though you're not the most athletic bloke, I have to say, some <laughs> of the saves you make are, are pretty good. 
Yeah, I, I think my best performance, ironically, was probably the the first time they ever forced me to do it. Made a few few good ones and surprised <laughs> myself. But I think technically, I was you did doing the wrong thing most of the time. But I guess just worked on instinct and it worked out. But Woody, yeah, um, I, I've actually come to think just before we get stuck into the individual performances, I, I've actually been thinking like, you know, obviously uh, we, we've got episode thirty eight come out last week. We've got 39 and 40 probably planned for within the next month. So those who were keen for them, listen out. But I was just thinking like, as much as I love the nightclub minis, they're, they're great and I'm and people tend to be liking them, getting good feedback. I would just say that the main thing I'm enjoying about these nightclub minis is an excuse to get together and have a chat about football. Like just to talk to you, mate, because if it wasn't for this, what on earth? Like there would be no content at all. Like thank God for this mini series because... The, the podcast would just, just be, you know, crickets, absolute crickets. I think just the podcasting world in general has just gone, just been hit by a truck, really. Um, that is the coronavirus. But lucky we're still producing content because I know a lot of people out there not getting their weekly podcast because people aren't fortunate enough to, I guess, have the setup that we have that we can operate from home and still podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, yeah, I think, sure. I think uh, like, don't get me wrong, I, we love the pod. And we know people that listen love the pod as well. And it's just good that we can still roll out content as well because that I think that's what just what everyone needs really is just a bit of nightclub in their life through this whole just depressing phase of the, the world. We just, just need a bit more football and need a bit more love. Um, and that's exactly what we're trying to do here at the nightclub, aren't we, Damo? Yeah, for sure. I mean, the podcasts I listen to, probably about half of them have stopped, half of them keep going, half of them have turned into fortnightly podcasts rather than weekly. So, you know, when they do come out, it's it's exciting because it's something to bloody do. So hopefully people who listen to this one feel the same, mm. even though this one's come out a little bit later in the week. So apologies <laughs> for those who refresh their Spotify daily waiting for it to, to come out. So Woody, yeah, actually, we asked people on social media to send theirs in. We will get to that later in the episode. But until then, do we'll just, we'll just kick it off. We'll get the ball rolling. Woody, hit, hit me up with your first one. Mate, I have to I have to go with the man that sits in our introduction, Andre Ashevin. <laughs> and his uh his four goals versus Liverpool in two thousand and nine. He's played in. Arshavin. He's done it! Four Yes, that is Andre Ashevin. Four, baby, four. Uh, mate, I don't know how many times we have quoted that before we started <laughs> the podcast, and I guess we were just lucky enough to have the ability to stick it in our introduction so we can hear it every week. Um, <laughs> but yeah, this Andre Ashevin um, masterclass uh, for Arsenal when he scored four goals um, from Arsenal's midfield um, at uh, at Liverpool as well to dent Liverpool's title chase back in 2009. Um, and guess to put, to put this display into perspective, um, Ashevin's four goals that night constituted for almost half of the goals that Liverpool conceded Anfield for the entire season, and that was nine. So, I mean, in this four-all draw, um, many argue that he did actually jack shit um, other than the <laughs> four goals. Um, but I think two of them were Liverpool goals on mistakes. a quiet night at Anfield. You, you would take four goals on a quiet night at Anfield, Absolutely. no doubt. So <laughs> I, re- I just remember him running running away with. Uh, 
the number four, you know, showing the number four and just yelling four and then shushing. <laughs> I'm not really sure who he was shushing because he was running to the away fans, which were his own fans. But I think just the pure mo- emotion on his face, that was unreal. And of course, it, when he did score the fourth, that put Arsenal ahead, but Liverpool hit back. I think through Ben Ayew, uh, that, that made it four all. But I think, I've, you know what? It's not even a think. I absolutely know it is because I've watched the highlights that many times. <laughs> Mate, it is iconic, iconic goal. And it's the funny thing is, is when he put the four up as well, it was almost shocked that he had the four. Yeah. Um, because a few of the goals are just, I guess... He did it for three as well. Yeah, it just... it just And a few of the goals, I think the third one especially, just sat to him really. Um, so it was just... Yeah, I think he was just as shocked as everyone else that he bagged, um, bagged four goals. But Damo, who is your first iconic performance? Well, mind, I wouldn't say, I've probably gone a bit unders here in whether it's iconic, but originally I was actually going to go for Juan Alden and his four goals for Newcastle in a 6-2 romping of Norwich in 2015, really because I wanted to pick a player that uh, had a performance that made him bought by a massive club. Uh, so obviously Juan Alden, that sort of performance put him on the football map, if you want to say, uh, for, and then ended up going to Liverpool at the end of that season. But my actual performance that I've picked for a Liverpool player is Sadio Mane versus Manchester City for Southampton in 2016. Playing Mane, and Mane is onside! Patrick! Mane absolutely ruined Man City in 2016. A hat-trick in a 4-2 win that actually led to Southampton making Europa League for the second season in a row. Uh, I think they finished sixth that season. But it was his performance that uh, pretty much ruined Man City's uh, potential title that season. Uh, He had five shots on goal. Four of them were on target. He had the most touches on the ground, 72. And for a winger, that's pretty extraordinary. Uh, And eight tackles as well. So more than any other teammate, he was just everywhere. And it was just one of those performances that, again, at the end of that season, he went to Liverpool for about $34 million. I just thought it was it was the making of Sadio Mane. Yes, he'd already had a hat-trick before in the league the previous season, actually against Aston Villa, when he scored three goals in two minutes and 56 seconds. Still a record today, and I don't think that's ever going to be broken, well, at least for not a very, very, very long time. But yeah, I, I just think that performance alone got him got him the sale to, to Liverpool, and it's one that I often often remember, a big 4-2 scoreline to Southampton. Woody, have you got another one for me? I do. Um, I have to go to an iconic game as well, which produced multiple iconic performances. That was Manchester United 8-2 romping of Arsenal back in 2011. Um, And the man that I've chosen um, out of potentially Wayne Rooney and Ashley Young is Ashley Young. So here it is, Ashley Young versus Arsenal 2011. To Young. Young has a go. Great corner! Oh, sensational! Ashley Young's first goal for Manchester United. Yes, and it was a famous game. It was uh, Rain Rooney did score a hat trick, but Ashley Young produced a masterclass and a half. Or I remember he was him cutting in from the left and producing two massive right foot benders um, that uh, <laughs> beat the keeper at the time. And and he had three assists as well to go along with a hundred percent tackle accuracy. A massive oof in an unforgettable game uh, for both teams. One um, obviously a club to forget in Arsenal, but. I know Manchester United flog their socials with this game all the time, every time they play Arsenal. So, you know what, Damo? That was a huge game. Um, Rooney, Ashley Young, um, everyone really put in a bit that game. But for I'm, me, I Ashley, must say... Um, sorry, Woody. I must say that Ashley Young's last few seasons at Man United, 
probably dampened his uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Just uh, presence his you know his legacy, I should say, his legacy of a Man United player. Mm-hmm. Probably people forget how good Ashley Young was when he first came to Man United from Aston Villa. He he really turned it on. And, of course, had that massive performance, which you were just speaking about, Woody. But he had a great first season on that left wing and then probably got used as a utility player as he got older, which, you know, some some were pretty harsh on him. Some thought it was justified. But, yeah, Woody, I do, I do remember prime Ashley Young and the streets will never forget. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And talking about the streets <laughs> never forgetting, Jamo, who is your next iconic performance? Mate, this one, I've gone all the way back to 2004, and I just had to find, I just had to fit this guy into my iconic performances because he's probably the most iconic Premier League attacker of all time. I'm just going to go ahead and say that. I think Bang. no one has Bang. impacted the league as much as this guy. Bang. Thierry Henry versus Liverpool in 2004. Henry, side-stepping one, side-stepping two! An absolute Premier League classic back in 2004. Arsenal were on their charge for an undefeated season. They ended up winning this one uh, 4-2 as well, same as my last game, uh, which put them seven points clear. Funny enough, our very own Harry Kuehl had a front row seat to this one, and he watched probably one of the most famous Premier League goals of all time. Henri did score a hat-trick in this one, but it was his second and Arsenal's third that everybody remembers. It's, It's the one where he pretty much skips past three or four Liverpool players, makes Jamie Carragher look like he's... He puts Jamie Carragher into another postcode. It's absolutely outrageous. He broke his ankles like crazy. And it's actually... He made, overall, that day, he made Liverpool look second-rate. And we're talking about a team here that, a few months later, lost Michael Owen to Real Madrid and ended up winning the Champions League. That's how strong that Liverpool team were. Some people say they should have won the Premier League in that that generation, which they probably should have. So, I mean, to... For what Henry to do what he did was just something that obviously makes him worthwhile to be spoken about 16 years after it happened. And he's an absolute legend. And if you hear him talk, he's, he's really, really interesting to listen to. But yeah, Thierry Henry, my man for most iconic goal and iconic performance. Probably I'm going to talk about on this podcast. Hey, imagine if all your frustrations about advertising your business could be solved right now. You should know that podcast listeners are more engaged in higher converting than any other advertising medium. So try AdHub today and reap the rewards of Spreaker self-advertising platform. It makes it as effortless as ever to be heard by thousands, regardless of the listening app they use. Visit Spreaker.com forward slash AdHub. That's S-P-R-E-A-K-E-R.com forward slash AdHub and start using your advertising dollars in an impactful way. Woody, who have you got up next? Alrighty, Damo. My next one here, I've actually gone for a, a, a keeper. And this is a little bit um, unorthodox, I guess, in this selection, but it's Tim Krull versus Tottenham in 2013. I remember this and one. And I chose this game because I'm fairly sure we were both watching this game, um, which which I think was the, a precursor to a United game. But anyway, I was watching this game, and I remember it being probably perhaps one of the greatest goalkeeping games I've ever seen. Towards the back post. The header comes in. What a save by Tim Krull. He's been absolutely magnificent. And of course, it's a little bit hard to, to rank goalkeeper performances, but... You we're know, talking people's... except for my own, right? <laughs> yeah, I'm well, talking yeah, except course, for mate. Sunday League. Streets will never forget you in Sunday League, mate. 
Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm sure. I'm sure your old mate Fabregas has actually heard about your your prowess. Oh, not this again. Um, but anyway, some people will say that you know it's just a good goalie game from. But for me, Krul was making just world class save after world class save, and he made a really famous one where he sort of dived to his right and clawed it out of the goal. Um, but then also he saved one with his face, which was pretty amazing. That yeah, game. the face one was the triple save. That's my favorite. Yeah, that was it. Was absolutely nuts. Anyway, the amount of times he changed direction that game, I guess mid dive or shifting across was nuts and. He, he just was covering the goal like something I'd never seen before, an absolute spider. And he was getting peppered as well versus Tottenham. I'm pretty sure they went on to win 1-0 that game. Um, but this was actually the first game that saw the great Andre Villas-Boas collapse and the mutual agreement to leave the club three weeks earlier. It all started with this Newcastle game when they downed them uh, 1-0 and Tim Krul got man of the match, deservedly so. Um, definitely one of the best uh, goalkeeping performances I've seen right up there with the likes of um, Guillermo Ajoa in the um, in the World Cup as well for Mexico and then probably David De Gea versus Everton a few years back. But Damo, who is your third iconic performance? My final one that I want to talk about is probably not one statistically that's the biggest performance of all time. Not, not even close, to be honest. But for me, it, it was one for the non-believers. And this was Riyad Mahrez versus Manchester City at the Etihad in 2016. Good and strength as well there. Mahrez has made something of that. It's Mahrez! 2-0 to Leicester City! Astonishing developments here! They've done exactly what they did at the start of the first... The Foxes rocked up to this one, Woodrow, at the top of the Premier League table. They rocked up to the Etihad, and the, the bookies still had him at rank outsiders. <laughs> Riyad Mahrez was having absolutely none of it. I've, I remember we actually went to the pub the following day. So that game was on a Saturday night, and we went to the Harp. We went to the Harp on a Sunday, nah. and they were showing, they were showing the replay, and, and I was, I, it wasn't even live. And I was still had to stop, put my beer down, and watch what Riyad Mahrez was doing. It was it was something... He just rocked up and made the whole Eddie had even more quieter than usual. It was one of those performances which pretty much made everyone believe Leicester were capable of winning the league. I think by that point, as I said, they were top of the league, but it almost it, it gave them a gap which no one really saw coming. Uh, and it really hurt Man City as well because I think they went on to lose two or three more games in the following weeks after that and gave them a massive gap between them and Tottenham and Arsenal. And so, yeah, just in general, that one, ironically, Rad Mahrez now plays for Man City, but that one was probably his best individual performance I've ever seen because he, he didn't rely on other players at all. It was it was just your typical, well, not even typical, to be honest. It was just your, your left winger, right winger. He was everywhere. I don't even know what position he played that day because it, when you watch the game, he was everywhere. Maybe we should get into what people in our social media think. And, and we, we put out a little bit of a poll on the Instagram. And we got a couple of responses as well. But we've just chosen some of the best ones. Um, and the first one is, is Dimos Tree 21 um, He has gone Suarez versus Norwich 2013. This, I remember this one as well. Yeah. and This, this is, is one of the more unreal performances you will see. Yeah. Just four goals um, from the old bite man, uh, including a lob volley from almost halfway Juggled to himself over defender, and then then he hit a half volley from outside the box, and then he also he also scored a, a stunning free kick from forty yards as well, um, bit of a bender. Um, 
So that was massive. And, and these goals were his 8th, ninth, 10th, and 11th goals against Norwich um, out of a total in uh, of 12 in just six games. He became the first Liverpool player to score three goal, three league hat-tricks against the same club. So that was huge from Suarez and, and, and one of those where, you know, he just went absolutely off. Damo, take us on to our next man. We had another another entry, I'll call it, from uh, Rolly M8, or Rolly Mate, I don't know what he's going for here. Uh, Berbatov versus Blackburn in 2010. And I think everybody remembers this one. And the funniest thing about this one for me is Berbatov actually hadn't scored for 10 games going into this one. And boy, did he make up for it. Smashed five in a 7-1 win. But I think the funniest one is funniest goal of them was his fifth one because he actually got the ball in a reasonably good position. You wouldn't have criticized him for having a shot, but he tried to pass it across to Wayne Rooney. And basically, the ball is blocked by a defender, but the keeper had come across to try and stop the cross originally. So when it went back to Berbatov, the goal was wide open and he just nailed it in from a tight angle. It was one of those days where the ball was just bouncing perfectly for Dimitar Berbatov all day. He was almost laughing by the end of it. You felt sorry for Blackburn because if that game went for another another 20 minutes, he would have ended up with 10. It was just ridiculous how everything went his way that day and unbelievable performance. Mm-hmm. All right, I think we got one more, don't we? Yeah, we do. It's from Josh underscore Slapulovsky. Um and that's Eden Hazard versus Sunderland in in two thousand. I think he won out. He won out. He won our prize, didn't he? Oh, he did. Yes, he, he was. Did. Oh, that's right. He, yeah, he's a long time supporter of the the nightclub. This bloke um, yeah. still can't say his surname, but doesn't matter. Um, Eden Hazard versus Sunderland in two thousand thirteen. Um, and that game was absolutely immense from Eden Hazard. Yeah, that was the definition of putting your boy, putting the boys on the shoulders. Pretty much, it really was. Yeah, scored scored a huge brace and it come from behind, four three win with two amazing finishes. All I remember is the the one two and finish for the winner was absolutely out of this world. Um, anyway, he carried Chelsea over the line that game, and um, but then also Mourinho said, you know, gave some praise to one of his plays, which is very unlike him. Um, said Hazard was was absolutely freakish. Um, and then as well, Gus Poyet, um, who was the manager of Sunderland at the time, did say that um, if it wasn't for Hazard, they probably would have won and that he was extremely p- proud of what Sunderland did, but they just couldn't get past the Belgians. So, yeah, it just says something about his performance in general. But yeah, Damo, w- w- what an episode, mate. A few iconic mate, performances. I'll tell you what, in, in doing this research, one thing I was really, really not annoyed about, but was frustrating was the fact that when I was doing research, there's so many performances that weren't actually Premier League performances. I think back to uh, Brazilian Ronaldo at Old Trafford in the Champions League, Gareth Bale versus Inter Milan in 2010 or 11 in the in the Champions League when he, he scored two goals in the last like two minutes to get, get sneak them a draw, I think, in the group stage. Thierry Henry, absolutely manhandled into Milan back in the day as well. There's so many. I think actually international-wise, my favorite one, David Beckham at Old Trafford for England. Uh, mm. Scored an equalizer against Greece to send them to the World Cup. Um, then, he got, then he got red-carded, didn't he? I, it was something something crazy. Happened. In the World Cup, he definitely got red-carded. I think that was the World Oh, wait, no. That was the World Cup before. I think I'm getting my timeline oh, wrong. Bad. He definitely... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he got, he oh, got sent off the wall. That was like his redemption. Like he was going to the yeah. left post and then it just bent all the way to the right post. It was crazy. Yeah, that was his, that was his redemption game pretty much. Because for the whole country, hated him for four years because he got sent off. But um, <laughs> yeah, just so many games. So many games that just stick in your mind for different reasons as well. Whether it be like the making of a player, carrying the boys over the line or 
or just anything in between that, it's it's incredible what the Premier League can give us. And we've only gone, we've only picked what six games in like sixteen years of football, mm. but we could easily have picked out Sergio Aguero's five goals against Newcastle. Uh, I think, I mean, Berbatov, we've spoken about Berbatov's five-goal hole against Blackburn, but he scored a hat-trick against Liverpool. So, you know, there's so many moments that we just don't talk about. And if we had four hours, we still probably wouldn't get through it all, would we, Woody? Mate, we we 100% would not have because, mate, there have been some absolutely crazy performances that we've been lucky enough to see in our lifetime. But then I know, for example, the likes of Alan Shearer when he scored five in a game in, in 1999. Like, that's the sort of stuff that, we haven't seen, but we still hear of. Um, yeah. So, you know, you know, there's so much that we could have talked about in this episode, but there's only so much that we can sort of put in as well. Um, but yeah, hopefully, like, hopefully everyone uh, recognizes these iconic performances and, and sees where we're coming from, from these ones. Um, but yeah, Damo, uh, I think it's about time to, to decide what are we going to pick for next week's topic? Oh, this is a toughie. I mean... We've gone, we've gone transfers, we've done young guns, we've now done iconic performances. Mm-hmm. Oh, did, we could have a look at maybe perhaps iconic teams. and yeah. but, but I like the idea of iconic teams, but you can't just pick title-winning teams. Like maybe, the Invincibles we, maybe we'll and, go what could have been teams. Okay, okay. So, I mean, I'm not going to give away too much, but are we talking about potentially a Southampton from a I, couple of years ago? Is that sort I of think, where we're going? I think that's probably a good one. That's probably right. the one that springs to mind for me. Uh, maybe even the Tottenham side of, of 2012, 2013. Um, yeah, I, think I think the West Ham, there's, there's a few West Ham teams that were actually not too bad back in the day as well. So I'll do my research and come back to you next week for sure. with some quality teams that couldn't get the job done. So, so we're locking that one in? Teams that could have been? I reckon teams that could have been. I reckon we locked that one in. I like Love it. Love it. Love it. All right, Dave. All right. All- if- if you uh, if you want to catch us on the show sh- socials, uh, where can you find us? Uh, you can catch us on the Twitter at PL Nightclub. We're posting multiple times a day at the moment. It's big. Woody, where can you find us on the Insta? You can find us at Premier League Nightclub on the Insta. I'm not going to lie. I have been a little bit slack in the past week. Uni has caught up with me and, and sucked me in the face. So it's been a slow week on the socials for the Instagram. Uh, but however, you keep an eye out, Damo. We're going to be posting some seriously hot stuff in the next week and maybe an ep 39 to come next week as well yeah get keen for that keep an eye out for that it'll be all over the socials and of course on the facebook just search premier league nightclub we'll be there uh would you have got anything else to add i mean i'm pretty happy to wrap this one up the nightclub mini episode three mate i'm very happy to rack up wrap wrap up the nightclub mini ep three i love this one um bring back some some hardcore mems uh i've loved it i've, I've loved being on the airwaves i think i'm gonna go back and watch some retro games just some Real, absolute, you know, iconic games. I've got to go back and watch them. Yeah. Anyway, Woody, I'm going to go watch them now. So I'm heading out. All right, Damo. I guess uh, I'll uh, speak to you next week. Yeah, too easy. All right, guys. Thank you very much for being here at the Premier League Nightclub. Stay safe. Stay at home. And uh, thank you. See you next week. Well, happy Easter. Happy Easter, yes. See you, guys. At Capella University. Education is as smart as the world around us. With the FlexPath format, you can take classes at your own pace, set your own deadlines, and even leverage your previous experience to move faster. Now that's smart. Learn more at capella.edu. At Capella University, you're in control of your education. With the game-changing FlexPath format, 
You can set your own deadlines and move at your own pace. The faster you move, the more you save. Visit capella.edu to learn more. Sports Social Podcast Network. Let's talk about Medi-Cal. You have a choice and Molina makes it easy, especially when it comes to the care you need. So let's talk about you, about making your life easier, about extra help to manage your health. Let's talk about your needs now and for the future. Nobody knows Medi-Cal better than Molina. It starts with a phone call. Call 866-420-5330 or visit meetmolinaca.com. Let's talk today.